Again, what a joy it is to see you in the Lord's house on this Lord's Day and Mother's Day. If you will, turn with me in your copy of God's Word to Isaiah chapter 49 and verse 15. Isaiah 49 and verse 15. And today, for a few moments, before we go out to honor our mothers and those special ladies in our life, let us turn to the Lord's Word, seek His favor and His grace, and let us see today the pictures of God in a mother's face. If you are physically able, I ask if you will to stand with me as we read the one verse of Isaiah 49 and verse 15. Again, as we consider the thought, pictures of God in a mother's face. Can a woman forget her nursing child that she should have no compassion on the son of her womb? Even these may forget, yet I will not forget you. That's God's word to us today. I will not forget you. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his word today. You may be seated. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the hope that we find in you. The hope that was given to us, Lord, through your Son and our Savior. His atoning work at the cross and in his resurrection on the third day. In his high priestly duties, even now, as we lift our voices and our hearts to pray to you. We rejoice, Lord, for these words that you saw fit to inspire the prophet under your presence, Lord, to pen that reminds us of how rare it is for a woman to forget her nursing child. But even if she does, Lord, you will not forget us. We assemble in this place to rejoice in that truth, believing that truth, Lord, that you do not forget us. But your eyes are always upon us, and your hand of care always close. Lord, let that hand of care be upon our souls today and help us to receive these truths into our hearts Give us faith to believe, Heavenly Father, and grace upon grace. In Jesus' name and for His sake and glory, we ask these things. Amen. Just like man, women are created in the image of God. And by that, we know that truth, but by that I mean they hold certain qualities of the Creator that most men do not naturally possess, that God deposited part of His image in a woman that we could behold not only their beauty, but the beauty of God. And so they're not only glimpses of God in a good and godly mother, but they're solid pictures of our Heavenly Father that also holds motherly virtues for our benefit. So God cares for us in many ways. And here in the Scripture text of Isaiah 49, He even describes Himself as a mother caring for a nursing child. God cares for us through many people, in many ways, in many forms and fashions. But God cares for us also through good and godly mothers. Many of us have experienced that in our life. 
of how we have experienced the goodness of God through the love and care and grace and mercy of a good and godly mother. And so today, just for the next few minutes, I want us to see qualities of God through qualities of godly mothers. And they point us to our loving God. And so not only in doing that, we rejoice in good and godly mothers, in motherhood itself that God designed, but also we see the goodness and love of our Heavenly Father for us. First today, I would like us to see qualities of a godly mother that point us to our Lord through a mother's awareness. In 1 Samuel, in chapter 2, we see the story of a woman named Hannah. She was barren. She could have no children. And she prayed unto the Lord. And she promised the Lord if the Lord would grant her a prayer to give her a son, that she would give him back to the Lord. And that God did and that Hannah did. God gave her a son. His name was Samuel. He would be the last judge, if you will, of Israel. He would also be a prophet and priest in many ways. And he gave her Samuel, and she willingly kept her vow that she took him as a small child to the house of the Lord to serve under the priest there. And I love this in 1 Samuel chapter 2 and verse 19. It says, and his mother Hannah, speaking of Samuel, used to make for him a little robe and take it to him each year when she went up with her husband to offer the yearly sacrifice. Now, isn't that interesting that God would put that piece of information in the Scriptures for us? Really, what does that have to do with the Gospel, we might say? Why do we need to know that his mother made a robe for him each year? and took it to the temple for him as he continued to grow. I think it gives us a beautiful picture of not only a mother that is aware of her son, but also a God that is aware of our daily needs. What a beautiful verse that God put in here for us to see that his mother made a new robe for him each year. As she went up to the temple, she would present her son with that robe. What a beautiful verse for us to ponder in. Beloved, how many of you remember your mother being aware of your needs? And I still remember, I don't know how many ladies sold today, but I still remember my mother at the sewing machine, right? Any of you all remember that? Needle and thread to fix our clothes and things of that nature, of her awareness. My mother was always uh, aware of my needs, even when I wasn't aware of my needs. Amen? And a good and godly mother is like that. Mom always wanted me to dress better in in school, and uh, she would buy me nice clothes, and she'd get mad when I'd wear cut-off shirts and shorts to school. I remember my mother, It was uh, we were having a, a circus at Waco Elementary, and I wanted to be one of the strong men, and, and I got... I didn't get picked for a strong man. And Chris, they picked these scrawny little guys to be the strong men. And that made me so mad. But I got, I got picked to be a lion. And I remember my mom working for a week on my lion's costume. Our mothers are aware of our needs in so many ways. Even in many ways I don't even know about. My mother was aware of my needs. And so has yours been. Mothers see our needs and they work to make sure they are met. And we have a heavenly Father that does the same thing. That He's aware of our needs even before we ask. 
And he is moving in our lives to meet our needs. What a beautiful picture we see of God's awareness in a mother's awareness in Hannah. Secondly, we also see through a picture of a compassionate mother, a compassionate God. In 1 Kings in chapter 3, Solomon is king now, and uh, again, God's Word gives us a picture of his wonderful wisdom, but we also see the picture of a compassionate mother. In 1 Kings in chapter 3, and beginning in verse 16, and I'll read the story, and for many of us this is a familiar story, but see the compassion of this mother. And from what we gather, this was not even necessarily a godly mother. Matter of fact, the text points that these are two prostitutes, but still we see the compassion of the true mother for her child. Then two prostitutes came to the king and stood before him, being Solomon. The one woman said, Oh, my Lord, this woman and I live in the same house, and I gave birth to a child while she was in the house. And then on the third day after I gave birth, this woman also gave birth, and we were alone. There was no one else with us in the house. Only we two were in the house. And this woman's son died in the night because she lay on him. And she arose at midnight and took my son from beside me while your servant slept. And I laid at her breast and laid her dead son at my breast. When I arose in the morning to nurse my child, behold, he was dead. But when I looked at him closely in the morning, behold, he was not the child that I had born. But the other woman said, No, the living child is mine and the dead child is yours. The verse said, No, the dead child is yours and the living child is mine. Thus they spoke before the king. And then the king said, The one says, This is my son that is alive and your son is dead. And the other says, No, but your son is dead and my son is the living one. And the king said, Bring me a sword. So a sword was brought before the king. And the king said, divide the living child in two and give half to the one and half to the other. And then the woman whose son was alive said to the king, because her heart yearned for her son, O my Lord, give her the living child and by no means put him to death. But the other said, he shall be neither mine nor yours, divide him. And then the king answered and said, give the living child to the first woman. And by no means put him to death. She is his mother. Solomon in all his wisdom saw the true mother when he vowed to cut the boy in two and give half to the one woman and half to the other. The one woman that was not the child's mother said, that's fine. The true mother said, no. Give her to the other woman and let the child live. We see the compassion of this mother that she had for her son, that she was willing to sacrifice even if it meant her child living and calling another woman mother. She wanted him to live and not be put to death. She was willing to sacrifice for the sake and well-being of her children. Story after story goes of how our mothers sacrifice for our sake and for our well-being and go without many things. Because so that we could have all that we need in many things that we want. Isn't this revealed in the person of Jesus Christ? In the first, we see that God is aware, like a, a mother's awareness. But we also see God's compassion in a compassionate mother. That He was compassionate upon us, separated from Him. In a right, separated from a right relationship with Him. 
struggling. We were dead in our sins. And God so loved us, even while we were still yet sinners, that He sent His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, Emmanuel, God with us. And Jesus Christ lived and dwelt among us, knowing that He was here to do this, to redeem us from our sins. And it was not nails that held Him to the cross, as the song says, but it was love that held Him to a cross, beloved. It was love and compassion that He had for you and for me and for all that would call upon His name and still today that would call Him Lord. We see a picture of God's compassion through Jesus Christ and we see that picture so many times in our mothers of how they have compassion upon us. Not only do we see God's awareness and God's compassion, but we see God's guidance. And I read just one verse from Judges chapter 5 and verse 7, and it is about a woman named Deborah. We're not told if Deborah was a biological mother or not, but we are told in, in verse, or chapter 5 verse 7, it says, I, Deborah, arose as a mother in Israel. This was the time of the judges, and God raised this woman named Deborah up to lead his people through this turbulent time. This was before the days that they would have a king, but they would have judges to rescue them and bring them back into the care of their father, their heavenly father God. And he raised up this one lady named Deborah. She was a mother in Israel. And what that means is she was a mother to Israel. Deborah provided wisdom to lead the people before a king. She provided guidance Deborah provided strength and encouragement to God's people. No, she might not have been a biological mother, but she was a mother to God's people. How we rejoice in those ladies that God puts in our life that might not have been our biological mother, but they might have been second or third mothers, or to some people that never had a close relationship with our mother, they became a mother to us. Aren't we thankful for those wonderful people? I had many granny, or I had a couple of grannies. They weren't my true grandmothers, but I called them granny. Granny Flo, Granny Norma. And they loved me and took care of me as well at church and blessed me in so many ways. God gives us Deborahs. And don't we see a picture of God through the life of Deborah as well? As God sent the nation of Israel, this lady named Deborah, to provide wisdom and guidance and strength and encouragement, leading them to a very rare time of peace in the life of the nation. So God does that through the Holy Spirit for us. Once we receive the compassion and love and awareness of God's need, our needs for God, through our sin, and we see Jesus Christ as our Savior, He sends us the Holy Spirit to dwell in us to provide wisdom for our daily life, to guide us in all things, to give us strength, to encourage us as well, and to lead us in times of peace, a life of shalom, peace. And don't we see all these and more in the Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit? We see that God is always aware of our condition in this life, and He's always caring for us, even when we don't see it or are unaware of it. We see God's compassion through His Son, Jesus Christ, that He had compassion for us, and His passion was to save us from our sins and death and separation and hell, sacrificing Himself for our very salvation. 
And we also see that God sends the Holy Spirit to give us wisdom, guidance, strength, and encouragement. What beautiful pictures God reveals His love and care also in the life of good and godly mothers. Wow, what a blessing that we have seen these qualities of God in the face and the lives of the women He has put around us. Oh, how we should rejoice in that daily. It was told, I believe this is a true story, it was told by a pastor in the late 1800s about a widowed mother. She was aged at this time, and she had a a child in her uh, little bit later years, especially for that time. And she, she sacrificed daily for her son that he would not live the life of poverty that she lived. She was aware of his needs. She had compassion upon him. She led him and guided him and strengthened him even though he had no earthly father anymore. She provided a way for the young man to go to college and he went off to college and spent his time there and then it came time for graduation. He sent a note back to his mother asking her to be at graduation. She said, son, I cannot. I do not even have a nice dress anymore and it's a long travel. Word got back to the young man and he sent another note that says, I will not graduate without you being there. Please come as you are. She did make the journey to the university. And as she got there, her son met her at the door. And everyone noticed that there was a seat, an empty seat, in a place of honor there. And what the mother did not know is that her son was so well respected, so well thought of, not only among the students, but among all of the professors there at the university, that he would be honored that day. His valedictorian, I can't get the word out. And that son took his mother up and sat her in the seat of honor that he was supposed to sit at. And when they gave him the medal, he took it from his neck and placed it upon the neck of his mother. And he said, I would not be anywhere without you today. Mothers, thank you. God, thank you. We would not be here without you today. And we would not be here if you had not put good and godly mothers in our life to bring us safe thus far. Today we honor God by honoring the mothers that He gave us to show pictures of Himself and to us that meet so many of our needs. But we also honor God by doing this today, beloved by giving our souls, all of our lives, to the God that loves us, to the God that cares for us, and that gave us His Son to redeem us from this lost world. He gave us His Spirit in our hearts to guide us through this world until we reach our heavenly home. What a mighty God we serve. What a loving God we serve. What a wonderful God we serve. God has loved us so well, hasn't He? And He's loved us so well through many wonderful mothers. What love the Father has for us that He would see fit to place them in our lives. But I also want to say this to us today. Maybe you didn't have an earthly mother that showed you God's love. And for that I would say we look again into Isaiah chapter 49, 15. Can a woman forget her nursing child that she should have no compassion on the son of her womb? 
It is rare. But even God knows that that happened then and it happens now. And he says to the prophet, even these may forget. And maybe you were forgotten in many ways. Take courage, my friend. Because the next line says, yet I will not forget you. God has not forgotten you wherever you're at. Whatever you're going through, He is aware of your needs. He has compassion for you. He has compassion for the circumstances and situations in your life. He has compassion that some of you might be lost and undone without Jesus Christ. And He loved you so much that He sent His only begotten Son. Oh, not only that, but He sees that you need a guide, that you need strength, that you need encouragement. And God sends His Holy Spirit to those who call upon His name. And God lives in our heart through the presence of the Holy Spirit. Honor mothers. Honor God by honoring mothers and honor God today because we have a wonderful God that gave us good and godly mothers. Amen? Heavenly Father, we thank you again for the gift of motherhood. And we pray especially for these mothers today, many that have sacrificed so much, many that have poured out their, so much of their life, their energy, their strength, because they had compassion for their children. We thank you for the guidance they have given unto us. We thank you for the strength, the peace they have brought into our lives in so many ways. Bless them today. And Lord, we bless you as well because you are a wonderful God that is aware, that does help, that does see us in our lowest state and have compassion on us. Have compassion on each person here today, Lord, and pour your grace into their heart. Give them strength, Lord, to receive you today if need be, or just encouragement in their life and where they're at. Oh, Lord Jesus, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.